Thursday? Yes, it is Thursday, as a matter of fact. February 3rd. Folks, good afternoon. It is the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in. We call it the Noon Report on Facebook. Just find my page, John DePietro Show. It's the Noon Report. It's live. And also, we give you uh, the latest as it is breaking. And folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by It's My Health. Stop it and see Marie. Where is Marie? We've been trying to get a hold of Marie. Uh, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. If you're on Menden Road in Cumberland, pop in and see her at It's My Health. Folks, stop in and see her at It's My Health. And everything is, in fact, uh, everything you need to stay healthy, whether it's vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality and integrity, local products like Isae, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. Stop it and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Well, folks, we have some updates that we're going to be uh, putting on the website, dipetro.com. Um, we, we already have some stories right there that I think you're going to enjoy, but we have some other ones coming. And folks, um, don't forget to Petro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Now, what they do, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700, Soul Source Estora- uh, Restoration, excuse me, they clean and disinfect residential commercial properties, and it's the most intense call mike cp and his crew at least get a quote now they do both rhode island and massachusetts the number is 401-712-2700 for sole source restoration well folks good afternoon it's juan it's the john DePietro show and i just want to go through uh now first of all governor mckee and president biden the um approval ratings I'm just not sure how much longer anyone that's thinking of jumping into the race on the Republican side, I, I just don't know how much longer they can um, that they can be on the sidelines. Not when you have a governor. And keep in mind, he still has to go through a primary, right, which is going to be a bruising primary. I am not convinced that Dan McKee is going to make his way out of a primary, uh, a Democrat primary, which should get you know pretty rough. But you're talking about President Biden has a 35% approval rating in Rhode Island. President Biden won Rhode Island with 57% of the vote, if we're to believe that everything was as they say it was. But Governor Dean McKee has a 34% approval rating. And here's the thing, uh, as grief counselors are making their way on, you know, over to the Wampanoag Trail to help Pork Boy and friends as Governor McKee is, you know, if you're Governor McKee, think of this. He's got a 34% approval rating, and he's handing out, right? He is flush with cash. He is handing out so much money. And it's it's just remarkable um, how far he has fallen down. And that's, what would it be if he didn't have $1 billion to give away? So I am going to obviously bring you up to speed on that and give you the latest. But I want to get to this breaking story of the uh, the FBI has arrested a uh, Warwick firefighter, retired Warwick firefighter. And the uh, indictment, how it reads, it's, it's, it's pretty frightening that this guy, again, this just came down, retired firefighter charged making threats to injure. So he was in court yesterday, federal complaint. This is FBI U.S. Attorney Barry LaFleur. I don't think I know him, 57 of Cranston. Retired Warwick Fire Department Lieutenant, 23 years of service, made threats of violence. And he was doing this over a long period of time on different websites. And they finally caught up to him. And this this was investigated by FBI Joint Terrorism, Joint Terrorism Task Force. Also, state police, Warwick police, Cranston police. What a maniac. Uh, this guy, it's a 10-page complaint. And I don't think anyone else has gone through it. This just, he was just in court yesterday. Barry LaFleur, he's 57, 
And as they walk through, the first time, I think, so in September 2014, he was a Warwick Fire Department lieutenant. And he started, he was charged with crank obscene phone calls to public officials. So he was locally charged by Warwick Police Department. And then they, they were dismissed. So he was out on some work-related injury, failed to return. Then he was put on administrative leave without pay. So he sent 37 emails to the Warwick Fire Department chief. He was physically cleared by a doctor, but was recommended not return to work based on his mental health status. Kept threatening to shoot or kill uh, members of the Warwick Fire Department. So they've known about this guy. So September 2014. So in September 2014, Chafee was still the governor. Rhode Island State Police received a complaint from the governor's office. They got 57 emails from this Gmail account. And the title of it was then terrorism. Dear governor, I have paid multiple ransoms to secure my property, my rights to no avail. Are you paying attention? Must eight theater to kill another human being to be heard? I don't know what that means. Do you know what human being eights are? What the blank is wrong with you blanking people? So now that was just 2014. So they, they suspected he's the set. No criminal charges fired by the state police. 57 emails. How is that possible? Now, it goes to August of 2014. He starts posting on different websites. I'm a citizen of the United States. I have no rights. This is in, 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 in um, 2017. That's just the ones that they found, by the way. And then he starts talking about Rhode Island, the city of Warwick. Um, Let's see. Then he, he writes uh, on this website. I've never heard of it. The, the, he's using the name The Shape of Things. I hate police. I'm a veteran lieutenant of the city of Warwick Fire Department, <clears throat> labeled a terrorist. Um, feel free. Better than living your hell. American heroes. Put a bullet in my head and finish the job. So then now it goes to the complaint now. January, page five, January 2018. Uh, um, a deputy sheriff in Louisiana flags this guy who's posting on the LA Times website and he starts saying the state of Rhode Island thinks they're going to stop me from killing city officials by aiming more guns at me as long as they are blah 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 I just assume all killings are justified that is my experience living under exceptional Americans (coughs) again state police conduct an investigation again they determined it was him he admitted to making the post again no criminal charges were filed. How is this possible? Who does he know? Who is his attorney is what I want to know. Rhode Island State Police, they need to answer some questions here. This guy's repeatedly posting that he's going to kill someone. Repeatedly. He admits to it. No charges. How is there no charges? So now he just continues. Political website, The Hill. User, The Shape of Things. February 2018. Keep saying, if I were Jeff Sessions, I'd be investigating the unfolding terror incident that a crazed madman heading to the Warwick, Rhode Island Fire Department with an AK-47 to slaughter innocent people. How, again, is he not arrested? Warwick Police Department conducted investigation. Uh, Also, Coventry Police. While the rest of the nation wants to end mass killing, the Coventry police are inviting it by not investigating the abuse they personally witnessed and participated in. Now I have to ask, what guns can I use and who should I point them at? Again, and not arrested. Chief Operating Officer of the Hill provided the War Police Department subscriber data, identified the person who's posting these things as Barry LaFleur. And then he's routing his IP address. Uh, then they, this was in, the FBI was involved in 2018. LaFleur admitted to interviewing agency made the post. Why are they not arresting him? I'm at a loss here. April of 2020, right in the pandemic. Rhode Island State Police conducted an investigation, an email sent to the Rhode Island Medical uh, Disaster Assistance Team. I would rather... Uh, They'd rather put brains on the sidewalk and ask the state for help. Rhode Island State Police conducted an investigation. Again determined it was Barry LaFleur. 
you know, we have dangerous criminals out on the highways, and apparently we also have them behind keyboards sending email. Rhode Island State Police interviewed him. He admitted authoring the emails in question. No criminal charges were filed. Again, who does he know? Who is his attorney? Now, June of this past year, 2021, Warwick Police Department detectives received information. Listen, it's a caller from Colorado. Comments left on the Daily Mail UK online website. Veteran firefighter, 44, shot dead by disgruntled uh, co-worker, Santa Clara. So the comments are, I'd like to be the person. So he, he apparently put this. I'd like to be the person who walks into the Warwick, Rhode Island Fire Department headquarters with an AK-47 and kills the chief, the mayor, and the chief of police for good cause. Being a retired firefighter from Rhode Island, I have to assume the victim was not a victim at all. But Warwick Police Department conducted an investigation, discovered additional comments on firehouse.com. So the guy's not working. Apparently, he's just on websites all day. Um, he also mentioned Channel 12. Channel 12 News would not carry any stories about me being falsely arrested for threatening to kill the Warwick Fire Chief Ed Armstrong with an AK-47. They are that sick and should not be performing any public safety functions in free society. Now, I, I don't know if Channel 12 has communication with this guy. I would assume they do because it sounds he's wondering how come they didn't do a story about him threatening to kill the chief. <clears throat> This is not the first time I've been here telling the world what goes on. Only ignored by, quote, brother firefighters. The only clear solution is me to go in there and take care of this myself. I'm a veteran disabled firefighter. How? I, I just can't believe they allow this to keep going on. Work, uh, work Police Department investigation. They develop Lafur as the suspect, of course. Um... They were trying to get information from the Daily Mail. No response. Uh, January 6th of this year. Boy, I'm glad they didn't just let drop it and let it go. Actually, that sounds exactly what they did. January 6th of this year, Rhode Island State Police received an email notification from a company specializes in uh, real-time information. The, mail, the individual responded to a post. The next January 6th could happen in the state houses. Read as follows. We need... You know, this is so disturbing. And I, for the life of me, don't understand what took them so long with this nutcase. We need to start killing police and public officials now today in Rhode Island. Posted that on Raw Story. Oh, my God. Rhode Island State Police report upon notification attempts were made to observe and screenshot the comments. They were removed, no longer available. The username, the shape of things, apparently that's what he uses. They stated they were advised that it's a plug-in comment, news, uh, blah, blah, blah. They conducted an open search, blah, blah, blah. Comes back to Lafleur being the suspect. Um, jumps back to September 21st, I believe, where he, I, I don't understand what was taking them so long. This guy's been doing this for years. What what more? What what has to happen? You know, see, people become more emboldened. So that is the latest now. Uh, I will try to follow up. Retired firefighter charged with making threats to injure. He was in front of U.S. District Court Madras Judge Lincoln Almond released unsecured bond, home detention, GPS monitoring. They go on to mention it's really just an accusation. Yeah, we're aware of that. Um, I, I don't. I just don't understand what 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 was taking them so long. You know, folks, this is like another example. We have criminals on the highway, and then we have this guy's online. Does he does he mean it? I don't know. He's getting progressively more aggressive. I come back to: Did they not do anything? Because he was, in fact, a retired firefighter. What if this had been, God forbid, what if this had been a Trump supporter? What if this had been, God forbid, a um, whether or not this is going to be a, um, a Republican or, or anyone like that? Th- this guy absolutely should have immediately uh, been detained because it, it just kept... 
getting bigger and bigger and there was a progression and for the life of me i don't understand why nothing was done about i don't have an answer for you um warwick is not called i will follow up with communication to the state police I, I, I don't know. You have someone like that out there who's constantly posting things that he's going to take people out. I don't know if he owns weapons, but it's I, I'm just I'm, I'm actually appalled that this went on and on and on. And then seemingly no one was doing anything about it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, boy, that is really um, the, the amount of time this is going on. This has been going on for since 2014. And then getting progressively worse. I don't. Um, I I don't understand the. You know, in in. Um, I, I want to remind people that you have those people that walked into the Capitol on January sixth, and many of them have been held ever since. This guy for years. I I have to find out who his attorney is because, it, it's got to be somebody politically connected with the Rhode Island State Police, because otherwise it makes no sense at all. This isn't a vague threat. This is, he, he is openly talking about he's going to take very violent action. And, and, and I, don't, I just don't understand why he wasn't, it, it would seem they had enough. He was even admitting he was, you know, doing this. Folks, this portion of the Don DePietro Show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, oil burner service and installation, Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider since 1947. They have a proud history. Folks, residential commercial fuel oil delivery online at henryoil.com. Call them today for your oil delivery. 401-521-0200. Make the switch. Fill up your tank with Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Well, folks, right now, I mean, I, I am really um, shocked at that story. And initially, I, I mistakenly thought, okay, so this guy must have posted something recent. I didn't know it went back that far. I didn't know that repeatedly they would get him. He'd admit to it. And then, and then what? They, they wouldn't charge him. Uh, so now the FBI and the task force had to step in. I'm going to talk about these McKee Biden um, poll numbers in, in just a moment. But I also want to remind you folks, don't forget about our friends, End Zone Sports Pub. Stop in and see them. Remember, stop in, have a drink, watch your favorite sports team. Clean, friendly, karaoke Friday and Saturday nights. And it starts at just 830 so stop in and see them. Maybe you got to dinner swinging. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. So these Governor McKee, Biden. Now, this comes back to um, at this point, at this point, I don't see how. Um, I just don't see how that either Cranston Mayor Ken Hopkins or whether or not. You know, he would be like right now. He's the mayor of Cranston. He would um, be, you know, I think the best example. So um, the best person. And I think he can't ignore these numbers for for what's happening. And what I'm talking about is these poll numbers. These poll numbers that have come out, and it was it was Dan McGowan of the the Boston Globe that broke the story. With, uh, I, I mean, it's it's not your imagination. And again, folks, if if I had more time um, uh, earlier, I will be doing a much more extensive piece about this on the website petro.com. But to me, at this point, I just don't see how the if if you are if you want change, if you want change in the state. These poll numbers by uh, Governor McKee uh, and President Biden, by the way, are, are just appalling. And but but the good news is I, I'm looking at this and I'm starting to wonder. Um, it's not a matter of 
I think I don't think it's I'm I'm not sure it's a matter anyway anymore if 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 Governor McKee could be beat. I, I'm not convinced he could be elected based on these poll numbers. And again, the scenario you look at, so Governor McKee, right, after Governor Raimondo left office, like this polling that I, I think it seems pretty accurate, seems pretty consistent. Raimondo had a 40% approval rating she left office. McKee had a 50% approval rating in April, right? New guy, people in spring feeling good. June, boom, bumps up. Governor Dan McKee, 60% approval rating. September, well, he had the controversy in August with his chief of staff, and then it rolled into another controversy in September. And so his approval rating took a dip from 59 to 50%, 51%. November, he's holding strong. November, he feels, okay, the worst is over. Right. So he goes on his two week vacation. But the new polling numbers for Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, 34 percent approval. I mean, that is. I I can't I can't um, over I can't estimate overestimate this enough or emphasize, I should say, emphasize he he had a 60 percent approval rating in June. He he's down almost 30 points. And in CD2, he is down. 30 points. Now, where this also affects him is governor with uh, President Biden. President Biden, his poll numbers basically mirror Governor McKee, and that's bad for Governor McKee. This is what I have been saying, by the way. In June, Biden had a 60% approval rating. McKee had a 60% approval rating. In September, Biden slips to 51%. What do you think McKee does? He slips to 51%. In November, Biden slips to 46%. McKee stays a little higher, 51%. In January, President Biden in Rhode Island has a 35% approval rating. Lower in CD2. Just, number one, if you are Cranston Mayor Ken Hopkins, I just don't see how you can stay on the sidelines. I'm not convinced right now at 1228. Um, I'm not convinced that Governor McKee is going to make it out of a Democrat primary. In fact, I'm going to stay with my prediction that I believe, for different reasons, by the way, that Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea will win that Democrat primary. I think Governor McKee is, and these poll numbers are not going to help. He does have money. Obviously, uh, General Treasurer Seth Magaziner made a huge mistake by jumping out of the race. Seth Magaziner, but again, he's not running for Congress in CD2, which is, again, he, he's going to regret that. That's going to be the lesson going forward. I believe Seth Magaziner will be the example of why you don't jump out of the race you're in. As Dan McGowan wrote that piece in the Boston Globe telling him you should just stay in the race for governor. He didn't. He jumped in for CD2. And I think he's going to you know, now regret this. Now, I know some people are saying about, and it is possible, uh, that now that's really opens the door for Helena folks. Folks, in the Democrat primary... Matt Brown, is uh, is he still running? The guy, the far left progressive, there's something up with that camp. He is non-existent. He's not raising any money. He's not issuing any press releases, right? The, the race was Matt Brown, far left, Governor McKee, Nellie Gorbea, Seth Magaziner, and Helena Folks. I'm not counting this doctor that 2% last time. Uh, other people can, I'm not. But Matt Brown is like suddenly nowhere. This race has really gone down to three. McKee, Nellie Gobea, and folks, I'm going to stay with my prediction. Folks may now finish second. McKee may finish third in the primary. I'm going to stay with my prediction that Gobea will win. And I want to be very clear about something. I'm not saying I would vote for the person, right? If I'm watching a football game, and someone says, who do you think is going to win, right? The Giants or the Cowboys? 
If I said, well, I think the Cowboys are going to win. Oh, so you want the Cowboys. You know, there's a difference between who do you want to win and who do you think is going to win. I'm going to stick with my prediction that I believe that Gorbea um, will, in fact, be the winner of that primary. I really, I think that way. Let me just see also, uh, Seth Magazine just tweeted something about Republicans. Um, after record turnout, 2020 Republicans have introduced, oh, well, again, they're trying this whole thing about the voting. You know, the, the problem with that is voting is not a problem in Rhode Island. Voting is not a problem in Rhode Island. So all the talking points about voting, it, it just, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense at all in Rhode Island. Island because voting is not a problem. If anything, the, the, the way that voting is a problem in Rhode Island is more on that mail ballots are too too available. And and I believe Helena Folks is about to learn that the hard way. Helena Folks doesn't know about ballot harvesting. Whoever has been, she's the Helena Folks, but Helena Bonanno Folks is in fact the person um who um that She is the one who, in fact, ran CBS, and then obviously funding is no problem. Her gubernatorial bid has had, you know, she fired the campaign manager after three months. Um, she will start to do better. She has the money to do better. She's obviously an intelligent woman. She's, she will learn a little bit, but whoever she has with her, they clearly have not walked her through how Gorbea is going to steal the election with, with ballot harvesting. And I get that that Helena folks probably thinks, well, then we're going to do ballot harvesting. Uh, Nellie Gorbea, I'm going to stick with my prediction. Her and her former chief of staff, I think, certainly have the inside tracks to uh, perform very well in a Democrat primary because they know where the voter lists are and where the ballots are um, in Providence. I'm going to stick with with that prediction, which I think is the right prediction. Now, I also want to play sound in just a moment of, and this this is really amazing. This is a Rhode Island rep. Her name is Justine Caldwell. And she mirrors the thoughts and ideas that Terry McAuliffe, who lost for governor down in Virginia, her comments, Justine Caldwell, mirror that of McAuliffe. I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. But folks, I want to remind you to make Propane Plus your propane provider. Call them today at 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. In Massachusetts, call them at 508-252-3359. Online at propaneplus.com. Now remember, Propane Plus, three generations They're available 24-7. They offer online billing. You can schedule your service to delivery. Click of a button. All customers receive free safety inspection. Propane Plus. Call them today. Again, in Rhode Island. They are your propane provider. 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. For propane plus, if you need propane, and especially I know there's a lot of businesses that um, they're using propane for their outdoor heating lamps or lighting, call propane plus today. 401-885-4209. And the same thing for your home or business, you can depend on propane plus. Well, folks, at 1235, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Senadale Revival. Now listen, you're looking for a great place, comfort, food, and cocktails. It's terrific. Shane runs a great operation. The people there are great. The drinks and the food are delicious. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Stop in and support them at the Senadale Revival. So I just want to play for you. Uh, and again, I will have more on this on the website coming up a little bit later. But uh, this is Justine Caldwell. This is she is a progressive Democrat. Uh, I, I am unaware if she has any challenger as of yet. I'm not sure she has any challenger at this time. But listen to her 
talking about how she thinks parents and whether or not parents should be involved with their children's education. And what this is, is in Rhode Island, they were trying to introduce the curriculum where they want to start teaching children, even in grade six, about pleasuring themselves. And I think you can understand where this is then leading. Very extensive. And the people that want to lead this, they feel, you know, it's it's the far progressive left. And listen to Justine Caldwell. Sounds like Terry McAuliffe. Parents should not be involved with their children's education. I think that we should be in a place where I'm deciding what gets taught in math because I prefer this. Or I decide, for example, in a timely uh, example, that I should decide what books my kids are reading in English class. You know, we allow experts to do that. We don't allow parents of any student to determine what goes on in their curriculum. And this is not And I don't think that we should be in a place where I'm deciding what gets taught in math because I prefer this. Or I decide, for example, in a timely uh, example, that I should decide what books my kids are reading in English class. You know, we allow experts to do that. We don't allow parents of any student to determine what goes on in their curriculum. You know, this is, see, this is the Democrat Party. She is the Democrat Party. She is the Democrat Party. First of all, there's no parent that's talking about math. So let's, let's like, let's have a real conversation here with Representative Justin Caldwell. There's no one, this is not about math. They know what this is about. This is about, there's no more talk about Anne Frank and the Holocaust. There's nothing like that. Everything is critical race theory. Everything is race. Everything is now, uh, we're going to teach children how to pleasure themselves. That's what this is about. And her statement, which you watch, she will clarify. She will say, well, that's not exactly what she meant. Right. And who are these experts, they're saying. Right. You have that teacher, Ramona Bessinger, that talked about all these pamphlets started showing up of authors they had never heard of. And they weren't even well-written books. These are like Black Lives Matter pamphlets. And you have that state senator, Tierra Mack, saying, you know, who, by the way, I mean, you just can't be more obnoxious than that rep. Right. Who like I blanking love abortion. And I hate to even say that, but she posts that she's a state senator. I love teaching kids how to pleasure themselves. This is the discussion is whether or not should parents have some input on the type of talk. Folks, this goes and let me be very clear. This goes beyond, you know, sex ed. This goes beyond. Listen, you know, condoms, birth control. Getting pregnant, making good choices. This goes beyond that. This is the people introducing it. This is about grooming. This is about getting younger, you know, very young, impressionable. You know, there's nothing wrong if a young boy wants to pleasure an older man. That, that, why is that being taught? And they have the audacity to say, well, you know, parents aren't experts. I'm an education expert. Parents shouldn't be talking about, no one is talking about math. Where we're talking about, these. this is the same Democrat party who will not outlaw that in Rhode Island, it is not a crime for a 26-year-old male teacher to have sex with his 16-year-old male student. I repeat, in Rhode Island, that is not a crime. That is consent. 16 is consent in Rhode Island. And 16, in their mind, is fine for a teacher. I'm saying 26. It could be a 46-year-old man and a 16-year-old boy. Again, the progressives in Rhode Island, they block legislation that wants to outlaw that. To say, excuse me. Now, this also applies to coaches. Coaches, teachers, they, they embolden it. They allow it. This is all a fact. Our friend Nicole Salas rails about these people online and they do nothing to even, you know, the people introducing this are the far left progressives. They don't know what they're talking about. 
look at what is the people of North Kingstown are still dealing with the fallout of the naked fat coach or naked fat test, I should say. Thinking a pork boy and his pal. Um, <clears throat> you know, that that's real. The parents there are still dealing with that. There are still. And, and this crowd, they want to go even farther. They want to go even farther. Parents have no right. Now, listen, th- this is the opposite of what good educators will tell you, which is if you really want the most for your children, what gets the most of children is, you know, parents are engaged. Parents have communication with the teacher. Parents go to an open house. Parents have an understanding of what's being taught in the schools. And getting, maybe it is a discussion point, certain things on race or sex education, so forth. You know, there's, but, but she is the Democrat Party. Tierra Mack is the Democrat Party. That Brandon Potter that says, you know, you should teach very young boys how to pleasure themselves. Teaching young boys how to pleasure other young boys in school. They want to teach that. You know, there's an agenda there. And I, I'm trying to, you know, shine a light to that. But that that line right there, that's that's how that's one of the reasons that Glenn Youngkin is the new governor of Virginia. It is that type of attitude. You know, that's not for parents to be involved in. Wow. Boy, that's an eye opener. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Is brought by Ari Coogan and Heating. Now, tomorrow night, special Facebook Live from Coogan Heating, special guest, former police officer Danny Gannon. But Coogan Heating, call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's Coogan Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Let them into your home. Don't fix it alone. Coogan Heating, 401 401- 732-6562. Look for them on Facebook. And then the website is recooganheating.com. Well, folks, right now, good afternoon. It's 1243. That is, that's pretty remarkable that they want to teach that. Then you have a, you know, they are the Democrat Party. Right now, you know, let, let's, let's dream for a moment on this Thursday, February 3rd. Can you imagine having... If it, uh, the Republican Party of Rhode Island, I, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. I mean, the fact that they don't have a candidate for governor, a candidate for governor could just come out and, you know, talk about that as governor, I would unmask your children in schools. Boom. That's a big voting issue. That's a big voting issue for parents, especially women in the suburbs. That's number one. Number two, with all this one billion dollars. We're going to start to institute tax cuts. We're going to give tax cuts to the people that pay taxes. We're also going to cut the sales tax. Rhode Island is 7%. Mass and Connecticut are 6%. We're going to be in line competitive with those states, and it should be. You know, in Providence, they have all this money. Providence shouldn't have these big uh, tax Taxes they throw on for dining and hotel stay and all this other stuff. No one's even talking about it. It makes no sense at all. And whether or not Governor McKee, Governor McKee has a 34% approval rating, a 34% approval rating in the entire state. It's less in CD2. President Biden has a 35% approval rating. 35% approval. Pooler rating in the state and less, less in CD2. Now, I want to be very clear. Do I think that there is um, the, the voting situation in Rhode Island needs to be examined and it needs to be shine a light on it? It needs to be talked about because right now it is total. Uh, and as I, I you know, explain to many people in the past, our voting is not secure. Our voting is not legitimate. And, and how they get around it is anyone can register to vote. What Rhode Island needs to do 
Some people talk about it, they don't really know. Do I think it's dead people voting? I don't think that's the major problem. I will tell you, the major problem is anyone can register to vote and ballot harvesting. Because the campaigns pay people to bring them votes. Other states don't allow that. Rhode Island should not allow that. Our voter rolls, you should have to prove you are a resident of, number one, the United States, and number two, a resident of Rhode Island to be able to register to vote. So when people say you mean dead people voting, that's not the scam. It's, it's, it's somewhat of a scam, but it's not the real scam. The real scam comes in is the ballot harvesting and the voter rolls. Because if you just come up with a name, right, Juan, Juan Hernandez, and he lives at 5 Chalkstone Avenue in Providence, well, Juan, someone by the name of Juan Hernandez is now on the voter rolls of 5 Chalkstone Avenue in Providence. And Rhode Island does not have the resources to knock on the door at 5 Chalkstone Avenue and say, I just want to make sure you're Juan Hernandez and you, you live here. So therefore, when a campaign worker comes up with an absentee ballot, mail ballot, early ballot, whatever, of Juan Hernandez at 5 Chalkstone Avenue with an X as a signature, it's, it's like the honor system. Okay, we, take, we are taking their word for it that there is a Juan Hernandez that lives at 5 Chalkstone Avenue who voted for, surprise, surprise, Nellie Gorbea. So, and again, this is by the thousands. And you have campaign people that keep rolls. They have full voter rolls of Juan Hernandez and his brother. And, and they could be all like made up people. Or they could be people that came and then who knows where they went. Maybe they moved out of state. Maybe they went back to their own country. Whatever. But all they know is what's on the voter roll. There are ways that could be checked. Right now in Rhode Island, they don't check it because of Nellie Gorbea. There needs to be a reckoning with that Secretary of State's office. That I'm positive of. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, check out the website, DePietro.com, is brought by Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, services all of Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And remember, call and wish Pat a happy birthday for crying out loud. It's her birthday week. 401-474-5253. So now just to repeat, um, these polling numbers of Governor McKee and Biden, folks, they're going to have a big impact uh, on these elections in both September and November, because I don't see how President Biden is going to like, totally right the ship. The Republicans are going to take over the House start in November. I think they're going to retake the Senate, and that's going to leave Biden as a total lame duck. And does Rhode Island really want to send a Democrat to Congress who would be the junior senator, junior congressman person, excuse me, to Cicilline on the back of the bench? And you have no power, you have no committees, and it's, it's just going nowhere. Uh, I think there's going to be a drag. If Biden is that unpopular, I'm also willing to bet that President Biden is very unpopular with independence in Rhode Island. I mean, he'll always have that core Democrat base. Right. You just do. And same for both parties. No matter how bad President Trump sometimes would bad have bad polls, his base was always with him. And, and it, you know, it just obviously goes that way. But my point is, I don't see President Biden rectifying that. I mean, the clock is ticking. So they're going to lose the House. But what I think is very interesting is you can make an argument that Governor McKee's approval rating is tied to Biden. See, Governor McKee normally... By going into office a year and a half before the election, you would have a leg up on the competition. I think a problem that he's going to run into is people do want change. People are unhappy. People are unhappy with COVID. People are unhappy with inflation. People are unhappy about the price of, of groceries and of gas, the direction of the country, high crime. Who do they take that out on? They take it out on the incumbents. So Governor McKee, I mean, we'll never know. And granted, still, you got to have a primary. But I think he is going to get pummeled on the debate stage. He is. And all these, con- you know, the Dr. Scott thing is not going away. 
I know that the McKee people are saying, whew, like we have that controversy behind us and that one behind us. But the Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, you mark my words at 1251 on this Thursday, the element of Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott being paid 46000 a month for March, April and May for doing nothing. That is something that people will remember. That is something now. In a Democrat primary, I'm not so sure that the others are going to pound him on that. But a Republican challenger could pummel him on that because it's outrageous and they're not being transparent and no one believes their story. And it doesn't make sense. And this business that he tries to explain that she wanted, you know, she had a window of opportunity and I want her to stay. And then we thought, okay, there's value here, right? He is just throwing money around. Last year, March, April, May, I would have thought that Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, I I did. I thought, boy, he has hit his stride. And I even thought, I thought it was great the way he didn't back down from Mayor Alorza. And... But he he has just run into controversies. He's run into a lot of self-inflicted wounds. He also ran into, you know, he didn't know what to do about the Dr. Scott situation, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. So what did he do? He didn't do anything. And then it, you know, it came back and bit him in the behind. And it's still going to bite him. It's still going to bite him. Um, he had the controversy with his chief of staff. He's, he's having a series of controversies here. You know, the land deal in Cumberland. And this ILO contract with his friends getting the contract, which, by the way, he, he's not out of the woods with the attorney general. I, I, I think, you know, Governor McKee's approval rating, he's going to have a tough time boosting. And he's doing everything he can. Right. He's linked himself to Sabina Matos. He's he is handing money out. I mean, it's hard to believe that the Paw Sox left Rhode Island because the state of Rhode Island would not give them 22 million for a stadium. Now, granted, they've run into problems in Worcester, but my point is, at this point, Governor McKee's got $22 million, like, you know, in his pockets, for crying out loud. He could write a check. How much do you say? Was it $42 million? No, we only need twenty. Oh, $22 million? I mean, they're just so uh, flush with all the COVID money. It's insanity is what's going on. But th- this, this is problematic. And, and I believe that the Biden presidency is going to drag down the Congressional District 2 candidate, whoever that may be, whatever that race is going to be. See, a big problem with the Democrat Party in Rhode Island is, and this is something I want to give her credit. Hillary Clinton kind of talked about this. Hillary Clinton talked about that, you know, the, a big problem with the progressives is they go into progressive neighborhoods and areas and all they do is they're, they're, they're talking in an echo chamber. They're talking in an echo chamber. It's, it's one progressive talking to another, right? So they, they, and they shut down anyone that does not kind of believe what they believe or repeat what they, you know, what they say. They shut that down. So the problem with that, to me, <clears throat> is you don't get a real reflection of how people feel because they're all just kind of, Talking and, you know, they're all just kind of saying the same thing. Um, They're not even interested. They don't even entertain that someone may not feel that way. Uh, That Representative Teresa Tanzi, the one that, you know, she wanted to get involved with the Me Too movement. So then she just threw out these allegations. Yeah, uh, when I was first a rep, someone said, you know, uh, if you want legislation, you're going to sleep with me. Would never say who it was. Right. Was considered a hero, never named names, wouldn't cooperate with state police or anything like that. But she she issued an announcement that she's not going to run. For the CD2 congressional race and her statement reads as much much consideration discussions. I'm not going to be a candidate for the open seat. Now, listen to that. I'm so grateful for every call. This encouragement has lifted me up. And, and grounded me the work I'm doing, ensuring access to behavioral health care, working to close loopholes in gun laws. There are none. Updating civil rights protections. I don't know what that means. Um, here it is. As the days passed, uh, I'm optimistic. Here we go. Ready? Local progressive voices. 
throughout CD2 are going to determine the nominee and elect our next representative. In her mind, it's not even that they want a Democrat. Local, the only thing that works in their mind is you got to have a, a progressive. You got to have a progressive representative. That's not where people are. You know, Tansy, she's part of the defund the police. She's she's you know she's part of that whole crew. Um, that that is the the Democrat Party. What Rhode Island is missing is a Republican candidate for governor or a Republican Party representative who will talk about how that is in fact the Democrat Party. Right now they don't have that. That's why. See, when there's no competition, you can get away with a lot. And it doesn't matter what the situation is. If you have a restaurant and, and I don't think you don't have competition, you can get away with lousy food and bad service. If you are a state and you don't have a candidate or a challenger, you get away with making statements like this. Example that I should decide what books my kids are reading in English class. You know, we allow experts to do that. We don't allow parents of any student to determine what goes on in their curriculum. Absolute insanity. That is Justine Caldwell. She is a Democrat representative. She is not alone. That is the progressive mantra. That is the Democrat mantra in Rhode Island. Parents should have no say over their children's education. You send your child to the public school. And you have no involvement or say over what is taught. If they want to teach that white, all white people are racist, then that's what will be taught. If they want to teach young boys, there's nothing wrong with pleasuring themselves, other or older men, that's what they're going to teach. And there's no one to speak out about it. She issued those, she made that statement last night. And there's still no... I'll check again. I don't think I've received an email from the Rhode Island Republican Party pointing that out. I don't think so. I have not. Uh, I don't see one. Yeah, that's right. Can you imagine? Let me just check. Folks, remember, if you want to send me an email. um, All right. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Uh, but, But this is being taught in the schools. I mean, it's it's just a fact. It is absolutely being taught in the schools, and or they want it to be taught, I should say, into the schools. But that is, you know, that is the Democrat Party in Rhode Island. Now, the good news is, though, right now we're coming up on twelve fifty nine, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. You can always listen online at the website DePietro We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Now, President Biden did speak out about the terrorist raid in Syria. So you're going to hear about that. But again, next hour, a lot more sound to play. But what what cannot be ignored. See, people are paying attention. Voters are paying attention. President Biden has a 35% approval rating in Rhode Island. And Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, former mayor of Cumberland, has a 34% approval rating. The McKee approval rating is mirroring that of Biden. What does that mean? It tells me he's going to have a tough time getting through a Democrat primary. And it also tells me there's a real opportunity for a sound Republican challenger. All right. Next hour is radio only. You can listen AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Right now, we're going to break for the one o'clock news. It's John DePietro. A lot more ahead on the other side. WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.